Good Sunday morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Money Wise Radio Show with Ray Lance of USA Wealth Group, your financial and retirement guide. Thanks so much for making us a part of your Sunday morning. You know, the mission of USA Wealth Group is to help you protect your family and protect your money. That's all together. Welcome, Ray Lance. Good morning, Ray. Good morning, Phil. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Good Sunday morning, and welcome to another edition of MoneyWise. Our job here is to show you ways that you might be able to protect your family and protect your money. And those are very, very important things that we all need to do constantly. Today we're going to be talking about planes, trains, and automobiles, or at least part of it. We're going to be talking about some things that you can do to handle insuring your car and insuring your house and ways that you can save money when you do that. And um, we're going to be uh, meeting this morning with uh, two fine people. First, I'm going to say hello to Trina Caleri from the Lance Family Agency. Good morning, Ray. And then to Peter Lance. That name has a really nice familiar ring to it. Good morning, Peter. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Hi, Phil. Good morning, Peter. Good morning, Trina. Good morning, Phil. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Peter, you're the owner of Lance Family Agency, correct? Yes, I am. Okay. What do you do there? We do uh, insurance for basically everything that you need, uh, whether it's your vehicles, motorcycles, boats, homes. Uh, we do not do planes or trains. But <laughs> okay. Well, I thought planes, trains, and automobiles would be kind of interesting. And we also do financial advising and life insurance. And I know that you're also the uh, agent in the area for Horace Mann Insurance Company. Correct. And in that capacity, I know you do a lot of work, especially with teachers in the educational community, don't you? Uh, we do, and we do a lot to give back to the teachers and to the students, and we're seeing some really positive results, hearing a lot of really positive things for what we're doing in the schools. Uh, some of the things that are we're helping people, uh, the teachers with is bringing lunches to them and doing some really special things to give back to them, which they really appreciate. And as far as giving back to the students and having them uh, do really well with attendance and with their math and reading programs, we're giving away nooks and bicycles and pizza parties and ice cream parties. And the uh, staff and the front office staff and the teachers are really seeing very positive results in terms of much higher attendance and uh, much more involvement with those programs. You know, we're not going to be talking a lot about Horace Mann, but I have to say that he's one of the most interesting people that has ever lived in the state of Massachusetts. And before we go into that, I just wanted to say a good morning to my neighbors, John and Beverly. I know that they listen every morning. I had a birthday a few weeks ago, and they came across the street to wish me a happy birthday, and I said, how did you know? And they said, well... We heard it on the radio, so. <laughs> Hi, John. Hi, Beverly. Hello there, John and Beverly. Good morning, John and Beverly. <laughs> now it's official. <laughs> well, I'd like to give you a little bit of background about Horace Mann, because a lot of people have heard the name. There are still Horace Mann schools in this country, including on the Cape, on Cape Cod. But uh, he was a gentleman uh, who was born in 1796, just before 1800, and he lived until 1859. And he's regarded as the most important American education reformist uh, in the history of our country. And he came from Massachusetts. Uh, he was born in Franklin, Massachusetts. Uh, he was educated in uh, Litchfield Law School. He went to Brown University for college. 
and he's been a college educator. He's been a, a politician. He was a state representative. He was a straight state senator as well. Now, I think he also served in Congress, if I'm not mistaken. Yep, he did. And he believed that education is something that every individual, every young person in this country should have, and that the state should pay for it. It should be free education. Uh, prior to him uh, instituting his reforms and promoting education, it wasn't, the, it wasn't the case. You learned what you could learn at home, and maybe if you were lucky, you had a community school, but it wasn't a universal thing. So he's really the founder of modern public education, and he's revered in the education community. One of the things he said, by the way, is doing nothing for others is the undoing of ourselves. So he had lots of great quotations and things that he said. And um, I've actually seen the town where he was born, and they have a a big sign there in the town of Franklin. Yep, they do. Uh, Catherine, my sister, sent me a uh, photo of that about a year ago. Horace Mann also said, it is well to think well, it is divine to act well. So Peter, let's talk a little bit about what you do. I know that the Horace Mann is part of what you do, but you also do a lot of work in the area of automobile insurance. I've got many, many questions about car insurance. I don't understand it myself. Um, Do you, first of all, do regular uh, personal automobiles and trucks? Do you do motorcycles? Do you do commercial vehicles? Pretty much everything uh, that you can think of, anything that would be in your garage or in your driveway, we can insure, uh, whether it's classic uh, automobiles, you know, a 62 Mustang or something, uh, your personal daily driver, your motorcycle, your boat, uh, snowmobile, your RV, pretty much everything uh, we can insure. How about an electric broom? No, I'm just kidding. That's only for witches. (laughs) Well... How do you go about the process? What is the process of looking at somebody's insurance? How does that work? Well, that's one of the things that a lot of people aren't aware of. It's it's so much easier than people think, and yet a lot of people don't take the time to do it. Uh, it, it literally is just a matter of finding your policy and either faxing it to us, emailing it to us, dropping it off, or what a lot of people have been doing lately is taking a picture of it with their smartphone and simply sending it off mm-hmm. right from their phone. Uh, and then that's all you have to do. From there, uh, we take a look at it, we review, we make sure that you have the exact same coverages or better coverages, and we let you know uh, what your savings will be if we are able to save you, and we are about 90% of the time. I'd like to actually go through some of the basics and say, what kind of insurance should somebody carry on their car, let's say? Is there, I know there's a minimum statutory amount you have to carry, I think, Trina? There is. Um, basic liability, 20000 40000 per accident. Um, but that's basically just covering any person um, that, that you would have hit um, and you're at fault. Mm-hmm. And what that means is 20000 40000 That means 20000 per person up to 40000 So if there's more than two people in the vehicle, you're not going to get covered for more than that. So that's, that's considered to be the minimum statutory liability insurance that you have to carry to have a car registered on the road? Correct. Is that what you recommend, or do you typically recommend people carry more than the minimum? We always recommend at least 100, 300, and for that, it's usually not a lot more. It's, it's really, you know, 30, 40, 50 bucks a year to get that additional coverage, which is so important. And I bet most people don't realize that. Most people think, I'm just going to carry the minimum because it's the cheapest, but for what you said, just 30 or $40 more, you can have 
more appropriate coverage because you're going to be liable and you could be at risk if you cause injury to somebody else. That's right. And then they'll sue you and, you know, God knows where that could lead. And one of the things that um, that people do is, you know, we were able to save somebody like four or $500 a year. This was a few months ago, so I don't remember the exact amount. And they had the bare minimum coverage of 2040. And we said, we're able to save you, I'll just say $450 a year. Uh, but if you have the coverage that we recommend of 100, 300, then we're quote unquote only saving you $400 a year. And that's what we recommend. And they said, no, well, I want to save the most I can. So we'll go with 450. So I don't really understand that logic, but we do what the client asks us to do, and uh, we go from there. You mean the logic of having somebody ask for strictly the minimum? Well, uh, yeah, again, we were able to save them a large amount of money, and with saving them just a little bit less amount of money, we were giving them the proper coverage, but they wanted to have the, the 2040 bare bones minimum and, and make the, uh, the savings as much as they could. I imagine that most people don't even ever look at their policies. They just get it every year, and they just renew it, they send a check in, they pay it. And I bet if you ask most people, what do you have for coverage, most people wouldn't have a clue. It's about 5% of people that we see that have any kind of clue as to what their coverage is or even where the policies are. Uh, they don't know when the last time they had it reviewed. And, uh, you know, we really highly recommend that you do know where your policy is and that you can have access to it quickly. And then you, that you have it reviewed every year. Well, not only review, I guess if you review it, you could also explain what the coverages are. Like, I mean, you know, I have a fair amount of education, but I don't know what all the coverages mean unless somebody sits down and explains it to me because I don't take the time to look at my policy typically like most people don't. Who has the time these days? So one of the benefits of having the policy reviewed is not only somebody could possibly save a fair amount of money, but they're also going to know what their coverages are. That's right. Yep. And there's actually some people... Normally, we, well, always, we have at least the same or better coverage when we quote somebody up. So we're not saying, hey, we're able to save you this amount of money, but we're actually reducing your coverage. We would never do that. But I think only once in the last year, somebody had really high coverage and they really didn't need that and they wanted to save the most. So we brought them down to 100, 300 instead of the 250, 500 that they had. Uh, but in most situations, we recommend either keeping the same coverages or increasing it. Okay, so besides liability coverage, I think we've covered the liability coverage. Um, what other kinds of insurance would you have on a car? Trina, we want to go into some of that? Like collision? I, I, don't, I know collision is, protects your car if your car is injured. Right, collision protects, protects your, your car um, in the event if, if you're at fault or if the other person's at fault and, and they don't have the coverage, that would fall under the uninsured or underinsured motorists, if they only have liability and your your damage or your injuries are more than their coverage covers, yours would pick up the remainder. Hmm. I had an I had an accident last year when I wasn't even in the car. I was inside of a friendly's restaurant and my car was new and it had twelve hundred miles on it. And I came out after having my lunch and two young ladies said, Excuse me, sir, is that your car over there? And I said yes. She said, well, somebody just backed into you, and there wow. was a, uh, about a 15-year-old pickup truck with uh, wow. dual wheels on the back, and it was just too high in the air, and he just backed up and smashed into my trunk. Oh. And it was $2,200 worth of damage. I couldn't open the trunk. Um, I wasn't a happy camper. Uh, it was fixed. Nobody was injured. You know, those are the good things you have to look at. But when you have a brand-new car with 1,200 miles, 
you're not very happy. But it didn't go against my insurance mm-hmm. because Correct. he caused the loss. He caused the injury. Mm-hmm. And then um, recently we had a, <laughs> recently <laughs> recently we had a small loss in another vehicle that was also fairly new. It was only about a week new, and oh. it had less than a thousand miles on it. And um, a family member, or relative, backed too quickly out of his garage. And didn't re- remember that there was a vehicle parked back there yeah. and took out my taillight and damaged his trunk. It wasn't me. It happens all <laughs> the time. <laughs> now, fortunately, that only cost about $195. Uh-huh. So it didn't go against the insurance at all. We just paid for it. But it's very unpleasant when it happens to a newer vehicle, isn't it? Yeah, no, of course. Nobody likes to have that happen. It's bad so, at any time, but especially on a brand new vehicle. <laughs> and you've had it happen twice in a row now. What happens if you have two people who are in an accident? One's at fault and one isn't, and they both have exactly the same insurance company, like Commerce, for example. How does that get resolved? Typically, the the person at fault for the accident, it would fall under their insurance. Okay, so it wouldn't work. Carrier doesn't doesn't make a difference which carrier. Mm. Do either of you know anything about the point system, if you have speeding tickets and things like that? And I guess if you have had... Incidents of speeding, you get so many points, and then that costs you more money for your insurance or something, I guess. I'll let Trina go into that, but yeah, it can actually cost you a lot more in your insurance, and that's just another reason why it's important to get your policy reviewed at least once a year, uh, because if points drop off, if you've gone a few years without an accident or without a speeding ticket, then your points are going to improve. So, Trina, if you want to explain a little bit about that. Typically, a moving violation will add about one point. Each point will increase your insurance about $150 a year. Wow. You're not receiving the discount for having a good driving record anymore, and it's about $100, $125 per point. So not only are you adding, you're also losing a discount. Hmm. A minor accident, $1,500 or less, is three points, and any major accident is four points. So you can, mm-hmm. if you have an accident or if you have a moving violation, it can end up costing you a lot of money in your car insurance. Absolutely. Hmm. Now, what about, um, we've talked about liability insurances if you injure somebody and collisions in case your car gets injured. What about rental insurance? Can I think you can get rental insurance on a car? You can. That's um, an added endorsement. Typically, we, we recommend $30 per day, $900 uh, for 30 days. Okay. Um, a lot of people have $15,450. You can't really rent a car for $15 a day, no. so the remainder would come out of your pocket. But with us, if you have AAA, it doubles your coverage. So your $15,450, if you have AAA with us, would increase to 3900 so we should put in a plug for a AAA. AAA is a good thing to have anyways. Yeah. I have been a oh, yeah. loyal member of AAA for, I think, 39 years, it says on my card. Um, I think I've been towed once, and I think I've had a jump start a couple oh, of times. You've come in so handy over the years. It's really not a lot of money, and you can save. No. I mean, just at restaurants and hotels and everything else, yeah. you can get AAA discounts. But there's also not only that extra coverage uh, on the rental that Trina was talking about, but there's a further AAA discount. Um, on your insurance. Now, if I'm on vacation, what kind of insurance should I get on a rental car, if any? Your rental car will, would fall under your insurance. It does. You so do when the rental company asks me to purchase an insurance policy, 
is my policy um, adequate coverage, or should I buy that? Uh, you know, their their policy. You do not need their policy. You do not. That's a, that's a really good question because policy. I always reject it, and because you look on the slip and it's like twelve or thirteen dollars a day to have the additional insurance on a rental car. Uh, what about a credit card? Some folks have told me that a credit card has insurance to cover you in case of an accident on vacation. Is that true or is that not true? I'm not aware of that, but it I haven't heard could of be. It. There mm-hmm. might be a certain credit card. Maybe it's uh, okay. you know American Express has yeah. something on as an additional feature because it's usually a more expensive card. Maybe they have that. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Well, it sounds like... Um, if you're traveling, you need to look at some of these things as well. But maybe if you have coverage at home. Um, so if you have a policy at home, generally when you rent a car, when you're traveling, you don't need to buy additional insurance on the car. As long as you're in the U.S. As long as you're in the U.S. Okay, that's important to oh, me yeah. too. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I've heard some interesting driving stories about you uh, renting a car overseas. Me? Yes, you. I'd love to hear those stories. No, we won't talk about that. <laughs> You're talking about the time I drove in Great Britain and England? Uh, and I went around a roundabout? And you're on the wrong side of the road, so... Oh, my gosh. It's hard to judge distance. I, I bounced two wheels off the roundabout in the middle. <laughs> you know, it wasn't just that. That was one example, but there was another example that I wasn't there that Catherine told me about. Well, we won't yeah. go there any further, Peter. Yeah. <laughs> it, it is tough to drive if you go to these Caribbean islands or Bahamas. They drive on the opposite side. I've only been to the Caribbean once. It was to Jamaica, and the trip from the airport to the resort was oh. one of the most heart-stopping. <laughs> I, know, I know what you mean. <laughs> you drive about 80 miles an hour on these really you need narrow these blinders roads. on <laughs> so you don't see the road. <laughs> right along, you know, little cliffs. and Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there's one lane. <laughs> yeah. I think that's the time we went to the Bahamas once, Pete, and um, and the ladies weren't there, and you and I went skinny dipping in the water. Remember that? <laughs> no, I don't. You don't remember that? <laughs> Some things you don't want to remember. Oh, okay. my gosh. Thank All right. you for the visual, though. We won't go there any further. <laughs> so let me come back to car insurance. Let me bring you back to this one more time. And by the way, uh, if somebody wants to reach you, Peter, and talk about investigating their policy, checking it out. You said it only takes about 10 to 15 minutes. How do they reach you? It will. It only takes you about one minute to find your policy, take a picture of it, get it off to us, or drop it off or whatever is most convenient. And then it takes about five minutes to review uh, the car policies and about 15 to 20 minutes uh, to review the home policy. And then we get back to you and we let you know whether we're able to save you money or not. Mm-hmm. It's really that easy. And one of the things that I forgot to mention at the top of the show, which I'll mention again at the close of the show, there's a couple of misconceptions about uh, reviewing your policies and changing your policies over. Uh, if we are able to save you money, and of course that would be the only reason that we would recommend you switching, uh, but again, 90% of the time we are able to save a significant amount of money. Uh, we do all the work. We do the work if you have a, a, a lender. So we contact the mortgage company and they switch it over. Uh, you don't have to do anything. You don't have to call your old insurance company and say, hey, I'm canceling. I'm switching my insurance. Uh, you can also switch at any time of year. Even if you just renewed a week ago, you can switch right oh, now. That's good to know. Yeah. Yep. And you don't lose any money when you do that? You don't lose any money. You get a refund if you've paid in full or for anything that you've paid that you're not going to use. You get a refund. Uh, so you can switch at any time. And in fact, in some situations, it makes sense to switch uh, at certain times of the year because you can get a smart shopper discount, 
Uh, really depends on when your policy is up. But it really is that easy. We do everything. You can do it any time of the year, and uh, it, it's very simple, and we've helped and saved a lot of people money. Mm-hmm. And I almost forgot the phone number. It's 508-858-0555. And that's to get in touch with uh, Peter Lance, who's here with Trina Colleri from Lance Family Agency. We appreciate you being here. You know, I'm learning. I always learn when I have people on to talk about things. You talked about the liability insurance, the collision insurance, the rental insurance, whether we need it or not. Are there any other kinds of features on a regular car insurance policy that we should need to know about that are important? Uh, The only thing I can think of is is another discount that we do offer if you have uh, a perfect driving record, meaning a 99 or a 98. We offer the Commerce Elite Package. What that does, that allows us to increase your collision deductible to $1,000. The first 500 is waived, but it also gives you the added benefit if you are on vacation and your car breaks down, it will reimburse you for rental, uh, living expenses and meal expenses. Okay, we're going to come back in just a few minutes, ladies and gentlemen, and we're going to talk a little bit more about some of the discounts that might be available to people that you don't know about. Like if you had more than one vehicle in the family or if you insure your house and your car together, I know you've talked about those things. So we'll come back in just a minute and talk about that. We're talking with Peter Lance from Lance Family Agency, and we will be right back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to USA Wealth Group Money Wise Radio Show. What a great first half, Ray. We uh, saved money on vacation rentals and... Uh, hopefully on uh, getting insurance for the cars. Trina and Peter have great advice. Yes, and next we're going to be talking about the lizard factor. The lizard factor. (laughs) Yes. So we're here talking this morning with uh, Trina Caleri and uh, Peter Lance from the Lance Lance Family Agency. (laughs) No, I'm just waiting to see if you're going to interrupt me or not. I just, but I want to know about the lizard factor, Peter. I don't understand you sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> well, the lizard is the Geico company. And um, I know that you've been able to save money even sometimes with people from other companies. But we won't go there this morning. Just don't assume that when you are working with a particular company or you hear all the ads on television that that's the best place to go to save money. Because I know that in some situations you've actually been able to save money from uh, other people who have been working with the Lizard Company. So we won't go there. But tell us about some of the actual savings that you've been able to affect. Maybe just give some first names of people and amounts. I think that would be a useful thing to do. Yep. Uh, just since we actually put a little flyer together, just uh, since the beginning of this year alone, uh, never mind all of last year, uh, $515 a year for two cars and a home. That was $515 in savings. Uh, somebody who actually works in uh, our office saved 310 on just their car and added the rental coverage. Uh, somebody else saved $284 a year on a uh, condo and uh, their car. Somebody else saved $1,023 a year on their two cars in their home. And I'll, I'll just go down and just do the numbers. $473 a year, $480 a year, $585 a year, $488 a year. $295 a year, and the big ticket winner, $1,560 a year on just her car a year. Wow. Uh, and then, of course, we um, just switched your vehicles mm-hmm. over, and that was 615 or something dollars a year. 
Mm-hmm. Right, on my cars. So let me ask you a question. Um, if uh, somebody is interested in getting a quotation, what are some of the kinds of discounts that they could be entitled to that they might not be aware of? You mentioned AAA, for example. Many discounts. I'll have Trina go into those. We already mentioned the AAA and then... Right, we have the AAA, which is almost equal to your uh, yearly membership for one vehicle. That doubles per vehicle. Um, then we also offer the teacher's discount, which is basically a 4% discount for, for our Massachusetts teachers. We have um, a smart shopper discount. If you cancel your, with your current agent and come on over to us before your policy renews, we have uh, good student discounts for, for the teenagers out there or the, the kids away from college who don't use their vehicle a lot. There's, there's so many different opportunities for discounts that we offer. Of course, the green discount, which is if you go paperless and get your statements uh, emailed to you or where you can access it online. Uh, and for the educator discount, that's, uh, you know, something that, you know, is we consider an educator anybody who works for the school system. Uh, it doesn't just have to be a teacher. It can be a para, uh, paraprofessional or front office staff. How many years do you have to have perfect driving in order to, uh, you know, get that perfect driving discount. You still have time, Phil. (laughs) (laughs) I can't remember the last accident I was in, unless it was as a young man, but how many years? (laughs) You should be clean free for, for, uh, after three years of of having some moving violations, you start dropping down a point. Um, And then after seven years, you you start from scratch. So a a few years after that is when your, your good driving record and if it was something effect. that you you had an accident when you were really young, Phil, yeah. and and now you want to know, you would get an eternity discount. <laughs> <laughs> I like those. <laughs> Endless. <laughs> no, no more insults today, I promise. Well, it sounds, Peter, like the most important thing that people should do is, I guess people just take it for granted when they get their renewal policy every year and their bill, they just automatically just pay the bill. They don't even look at it. But it's worthwhile taking a few minutes of time just to get it reviewed, right? Even if it's with your current agent or with you, have it reviewed and say, are there discounts that I'm entitled to that I'm not getting? And if not, why am I not getting my discounts? Yeah, absolutely. And like I said, it doesn't take 15 minutes of your time. It takes about one minute of your time to get it. Uh, the, the policy's over to us to take a look at. It'll either say uh, your declaration page or your coverage selection page. And it really is so important, especially if you don't do it that often. Um, it really will save you money if you haven't had your policy reviewed in a long time. I need to read you a great quotation from Horace Mann. Be ashamed to die until you have won some victory for humanity. Hmm. Very pithy expression. So, Peter, let's talk about homeowners, for example. Let's say that you're a renter. If you're a renter... Are you a tenant in a home? Should you have renter's insurance, tenant insurance? That's actually something that's extremely important, and thank you for bringing that up. Uh, renter's insurance is extremely inexpensive, uh, you know, like $100 a year, $200 a year uh, at most, unless you have a lot of, you know, special uh, collections in your possession, and you have to have endorsements to cover those. Um, I actually, about three years ago, did not have renter's insurance, and we were renting a house at the time, uh, and we were not covered for the break-in mm. uh, because we did not have renter's insurance. Mm. And, and you lost some valuable things. Oh, yeah. You? All my uh, watches, I had about 10 watches that they stole. They stole all my boys' video game systems and yeah. DVD players and 
all of that kind of stuff. So, mm-hmm. uh, and it's it's bad enough to to feel so violated when you come home and you sure. see all your things gone through and and things taken. Yeah. Uh, but it's even worse when you can't get reimbursed for any of that. So anybody who does not own a home and have insurance, please make sure that you get a renter's policy. It's so inexpensive and so worthwhile. Um, and that includes if you're living in your parents' house and if something happens, your possessions will not be um, will not be covered. I didn't know that. Your I didn't know policy. that either. Mm-mm. So if you're, if you're living there and, and you know using space, you really need to get your own policy. And again, it's very cheap. But that brings up a good point, Pete. How do you, if you had a loss, how do you prove what you had that was stolen? Do you take pictures? Do you keep receipts? What should you do? One of the best things that you can do is use your smartphone or a video camera and go around and just take video, uh, a video of everything that you have and then keep that video somewhere safe. The other thing that you can do is keep receipts and take a lot of photographs of, of things that you have. Uh, but the video uh, taping is the easiest and the, the quickest. Uh, and, and also, if you do have a homeowner's policy, that um, you should really make sure that you have everything in your house covered because if you have a lot of... Um, jewelry or if you collect firearms uh, or any you know stamps or any of those type of things you really need to make sure that you have a special endorsement to cover any of your collectibles valuables that would not normally be covered under a regular policy but i guess you should also find a place to keep that the videos or the records mm-hmm. off the house off site because we see all the time yeah. fires that occur and everything sure. gets burned out of a house or a house burns down yeah and that's what i said i said uh, to keep it somewhere safe mm-hmm. uh, i mean even in the glove box of your car or at your office, if you have an office, uh, you know, somewhere off-site, absolutely. You know, with this, uh, this kind of a brutal winter, I'm thinking for homeowners, um, does insurance cover, for instance, uh, the freezing over of gutters and, you know, all of these uh, areas that damage the home or roofs? We've heard of roofs collapsing and whatnot. Tell us a little bit about that. I'll let Trina uh, handle this, but, you know, it does in most situations if there's not a pre-existing condition and if you document very well. Mm -hmm. Uh, So Trina can go into more of the detail about how you would file a claim uh, if you do have an ice dam and have uh, damage from that. I can't tell you how many claims I've gotten in the last few weeks for ice dams and the damage to the roof and going Mm -hmm. down into their walls and damaging carpeting and they don't even know the extent of mold and mildew that might be occurring. And that is definitely all covered in their homeowner's policy. You have no idea how many friends I have. I can count on one hand, five so far, whose businesses mm-hmm. have been damaged because the pipes broke where the sprinklers are near the roof, causing a huge mess. Peter, it just unbelievably. Water is unbelievably damaging, and it's, it's just really awful to have water damage. I, I'm a volunteer firefighter for Dartmouth uh, as well, and the, believe it or not, there were actually more pipes burst last year than this year. Even though it's been colder, I don't know if people learned from last year, uh, but we have seen some pipes bursting this year, mostly in businesses. That's right. exactly right. And you couldn't imagine the mess. Uh, actually, there's a, a, a house across the street from my um, father and mother that we responded to about a month ago, and uh, they must have shut the heat off on the second floor and off entirely. So uh, the pipes burst up sure. the sprinkler system, and, and what a mess. It just flooded the second floor of this house. 
So make sure that your pipes are well insulated, that you keep the heat on enough to at least make sure that you're not uh, going to have bursting pipes because you will really regret it. And again, what I'm hearing today is the most important things people should do is, one, carry insurance, homeowners and renters, and car, obviously. Two, have your policies reviewed to make sure you have proper coverages. And three, make sure you can document the condition of your car, the condition of your house, or your personal goods that have value, and try to keep that off the premises. Because with all the claims that will be taking place, you have to be able to document what the loss is. We recently had a loss at our office where somebody in the middle of the night uh, went in with a car uh, on Fonts Corner Road, and they went off the road and went literally right across the stone wall right. and took out the whole stone wall in the front. It came in the morning, there were massive boulders all over the parking oh lot. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And we called the police to investigate. They already had the report because the car would not have been operable. Um, but the insurance adjuster came out, took pictures, got calculations, and they took care of the loss. But if we didn't have insurance to take care of that, we would have been out of pocket probably $3,500. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. so it's important to document your loss. It's important to review your policies. Peter, what's your telephone number again that we can reach you at? Yep, 508 858 And the name of the uh, company? The Lance Family Agency. And one of the things that I think you know, really sets us apart is a couple of things. First of all, I leave my personal cell phone number on the back of my business card that I give to every client so mm-hmm. they can reach me whenever they need to. I was uh, told I really should not do that by a lot of people because they said you'll be getting calls all the time. And I, I really think that it's important. So I, I put it on the card so that way clients can reach me at night, on the weekends, you know, sure. when they need me. I do the same. You need to be available to people. And, mm-hmm. and the other thing is that we review everyone's policies without them asking us to every year to make sure that they're saving the most that they can. Nice. Um, and I think that mm-hmm. most other companies, you really have to request that. And most people don't. Well, a couple of things I would say, Pete, is that um, I'd like to tell people that you not only do car insurance and homeowners insurance and renters insurance, but as you said, you insure other kinds of vehicles like RVs and motor, uh, motorcycles. But you also do life insurance and annuities and things like that. You do things that help protect people, don't you? Yep, absolutely. And, you know, we really enjoy doing it. We, we truly enjoy greatly when we review someone's policy and can save them money, especially when it's a larger amount. And I get to make the call to tell them, hey, you're able to save, you know, 500 bucks a year, nice. $800 a year, whatever. Yeah. Um, we really enjoy doing that. It's, it's always a difficult situation if somebody dies, for example, but it's always very gratifying when you can tell the family that there's a life insurance policy in force and that the family is going to be provided for when somebody's gone. So Yeah, and that's the other thing that we do as well is life insurance. We do term insurance and whole life insurance and every other kind. Uh, that's so important. And actually, I had a client in a few weeks ago that really summed it up so perfectly. Um, he said, you know, I was talking to a buddy of mine, and he said, you know, I pay $1,000 a year for my, my car insurance. And for less money than that a year, I could have a life insurance policy that will protect my, my wife and my children. And why don't more people do that? And it's true. You pay that kind of money to protect your car that you drive around in but you don't mm-hmm. pay that kind of money to protect yourself and your family. Which one is more important, to your exactly. family yeah. or a piece of metal? Yep. Of course, maybe that guy liked his car more than he liked his wife. 
No, he was saying the opposite. Oh, he was saying the opposite. Okay. <laughs> well, we, it's important to protect those things that you love and those people that you love, isn't it, Pete? Yep, it is. And there are very low-cost options uh, for life insurance, you know, if you do a term policy. Term policy is something where you pay 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, uh, and at the end of that time, if the policy doesn't pay out, then uh, you simply uh, have to either get a new policy or, or that's it. You don't have any cash built up and you're not able to get your cash back. Mm -hmm. uh, then we actually have what's called a cash value term, a CVT, which you can get the cash back at the end of the policy. It's a little more expensive, and then a little more expensive than that would be the whole life policy, which actually is exactly that. It lasts your whole life, and you build up cash inside of the policy. Trina, let me ask you to, um, uh, I know people sometimes give you testimonials. Um, without uh, mentioning people's names, maybe you could just read a couple of those. I think that would be useful for people to understand. Sure. So the, the first one that we have, um, she writes, I had Trina review my insurance information, and it turned out I wasn't getting enough coverage from my insurance company. By switching to the Lance Family Agency, I've added rental insurance, and I'm still saving $480 per year. I should have done this a long time ago. Then we have um, another lady. She writes, I have never been more relieved. I absolutely love this insurance company. I'm so glad I switched over. Not only did I save half the money on my homeowner's insurance compared to other agencies, I also saved $130 per month, which equals $1,560 per year on my car insurance. I recommend them to, that I recommend them to everyone. I promise you won't be disappointed. Fast, quick results that never have you waiting. Thank you so much. Good, that's helpful. What do you do if somebody has a car accident? And often what they'll do, first of all, is call you immediately and say, what should I do? What kind of advice do you give people to tell them when they've had a car accident? What are some of the things you should do? Well, it, the first thing that we do, obviously, is ask if they're okay and make sure that they're feeling all right and that you know everybody that was involved in the accident is okay. Uh, then we make sure that they uh, have a police report if the, the, they're still on the scene of the accident. Uh, they really need to get the police. I don't care if it's a very minor accident. You really need to get the police there. Um, it will protect you in some situations down the, down the road. What about pictures? Absolutely. Well, you've got to document again as usual. You've got to just always think about protecting yourself because, especially in today's world, it can come back to bite you if you don't. You know, with document, that... Document, document, document. Uh, Celeste had a fender bender, and the uh, insurance company said, no, we're not going to pay for this because it looks like you were in the wrong. But thank goodness our granddaughter took one picture from another angle, and it showed that the other driver hit Celeste. And if it wasn't for that photograph, we would have uh, ended up paying out of our own pockets, probably. And everybody, most everybody, has a phone that can take pictures nowadays. Yeah. Take as many pictures as you can. If there's you know, extreme weather conditions, uh, if there's things that are blocking views, or I mean, just take as many pictures as you can. It could right. really protect you. And... Um, Take a lot of pictures. Don't just take a couple of pictures. Take as many pictures as you can. I suppose if you see somebody who's there as a witness, a lot of times they don't want to be involved. They might stop very quickly and say, you know, here's my name. Take a picture of their license plate. So if you had to track down the witness later, you could. Somebody might have seen it. All right, so let's say you've taken pictures. You've called the police. Then what do you do? Do you get a copy of the report? Can you get a copy of the police report? 
I believe a police report typically takes about three days, mm-hmm. but my suggestion is just to give us a call. We'll take down all the information we can, and we'll process the claim for you. Oh, okay. Good. Yeah, I, I hadn't thought of that. I haven't had an accident for quite a long time. Except and you don't need the police report yourself. The insurance company will get a hold of that. But if you want one just for your own records, you'll have to um, go down to the police station and pay for it. Mm-hmm. Or and nowadays, most police stations actually you can get it online and pay for it online with a credit card. Mm-hmm. And um, if you're in an accident that's not your fault, I assume that wouldn't impact your insurance rate going forward. Correct, unless they didn't have coverage or enough coverage, which would fall under your underinsured or uninsured motorist. And that's another good reason to make sure that you have the right coverages, because even if you get into an accident that's not your fault, if you have a, an uninsured or an underinsured driver that was the one at fault, you're still in a tough situation. Now, I don't know if you handle something called umbrella liability insurance riders. I've always recommended that to people coming into my office. So if you had a car that had a hundred, three hundred thousand dollar liability and you own a house, you want to make sure you have a hundred, three hundred thousand liability. And then if you have the same underlying coverages such as that, then you can get for fairly small dollars a liability umbrella rider that would take you from a hundred thousand all the way up to a million dollars. Correct. And it's usually two or three hundred dollars a year. It's it's minimal and it's peace of mind. Yeah, it's really not a lot of money, and uh, not everybody you know it's recommended for. But certainly, there are a lot of people that should have it that don't. How about if I have a dog at home? Does my homeowners protect me if uh, Buddy decides to bite somebody? That depends. <laughs> if you uh, have your home insurance with a company that will allow that particular type of breed then yes. If not, then no. there's 10 breeds that we will not um, insure you if you have one of those breeds. Oh, that's interesting. Like a Rottweiler or something? or Rottweiler is one of them, yes. Wow. Hmm. Very interesting. A Bull Mastiff? Mm-hmm. Bull Mastiff, uh, I believe, yes, mm-hmm. th- that's one that's on the list. There's, there's 10 on the list. Is, is a Celeste on the list by any chance? No. <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> I will get punished for that one. But you're, you're on the list now, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> I have to tell you. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> your liability insurance just went way up because you're in trouble. <laughs> you're going to get hurt. <laughs> Do you think that we could possibly insure his lips? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, you know, um, what about when you're, so you've had a car accident, it's been reported, you've taken documentation, you've told the insurance company they send an adjuster out, and um, how do you get the car repaired? Do you have a choice of where you go, or do you have an, a, a list of companies you can choose from? Some companies have better reputations than others. You can bring your vehicle to any mechanic or body shop of your choice. Oh, that's interesting. Well, that's good to know. And one of the other things, just because we're, I think, wrapping up fairly soon, is, again, we have insurance for almost every need that you can imagine, including commercial insurance. We do insure businesses and buildings. Uh, There's only a couple that we do not do, and that's uh, liquor liability and uh, livery insurance. But other than that, uh, pretty much any other business uh, with some rare exceptions. And I I said that I was going to reiterate this at the end of the show, Please have your policy reviewed. It's only going to help you make sure that you have the right coverages and that you're saving uh, the most amount of money, paying the least amount for your insurance. And it doesn't cost anything to review it. Uh, yep, it, it, it doesn't cost anything. It takes about a minute of your time. You can do it any time of the year. You can switch any time of the year, even if you just renewed. We handle 
all the work for you. You don't have to contact your old insurance company. You don't have to deal with your mortgage uh, company uh, to switch the, the, uh, the payment information. We do all of that for you. It's very minimal amount of time for you. It's about a minute to take the photo or drop it off, and then we do the rest. Well, I'd like to thank you, Trina, and thank you, Peter, uh, from Lance Family Agency for being here today and talking about these things. I always learn something different every single time I have people on the show that can talk about things that they know something about and they're knowledgeable about. Mm-hmm. And uh, tell us once again, Pete, what's the telephone number to get in touch with you? Sure. It's 508-858-0555. And we appreciate your listening, ladies and gentlemen. Our goal is to help uh, teach you something different every week that relates to your pocketbook and protecting your family and protecting your money. And uh, thank you so much. And we are very grateful for everyone tuning into the Money Wise Radio Show. And remember that none of us can be an expert at everything. So let the professionals at USA Wealth Group help you protect your family and protect your money, folks. You know, let their family protect your family. So until next Sunday morning, have a safe week and a successful future. So long, folks. <laughs>